Praise be to God. As we sang, so we proclaim. Christ Jesus is the eternal Lord, the unchanging Word, the redeeming Son, the unfading light, and the ascended King. And the people said, Amen. Can you imagine that wonderful day? The day God poured out His Holy Spirit on the earth, the day tongues were spoken that had never been learned, the day during the Jewish feast when God-fearing people from around the known world were gathered together to give thanks to God for His blessings. And while there in Jerusalem, heard the great good news proclaimed in their own language that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Can you imagine their, their bewilderment as these simple northern Israelite fishermen proclaimed the good news that the rabbi Jesus fulfilled all righteousness in their place? That he was the very Son of God, come to live among us in order to take the punishment our sins deserve to the cross and to die in our place. So that we might live. So that we might live and serve him each and every day. St. Peter on the day of Pentecost proclaimed as the Lord recorded in Acts 2, and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Yet in that bewilderment, 3,000 souls called on the name of the Lord, called on Jesus, and they were baptized and added to the number of believers on that very day. What better news do we have to live by each day? News of forgiveness, news of comfort in daily struggles, news of hope for this and the life to come, news of the love of our Creator God that is unending. Here this day we come to this holy place where we can hear and see and know that Jesus lives again. Having picked up the life he laid down after his sacrifice of suffering upon the cross. Here this day we open our ears to hear the word of God whereby the Holy Spirit works within our hearts bringing peace that is beyond human understanding. Bringing that to our souls. Here this day the forgiveness is declared to us. Forgiveness for our failures to reach out in love. Forgiveness for our self-serving words and actions. Forgiveness for our prejudice. Forgiveness for our anxieties. The gracious, merciful forgiveness of our Lord and King who is ours in the words of absolution and in the breaking of bread where He personally comes to us with His holy, mysterious body and blood. From here we leave, as the cliche says, out into the mission field. Yet, it's not a simple cliche. We actually carry the Holy Spirit in us as we leave this place and take it wherever we go. 
where, as the scripture tells us, the Holy Spirit will give us the words and actions that are God-pleasing to carry out. As I serve with Lutheran Association of Missionaries and Pilots, I want to bring lamp or the light of Christ to the nations of northern Canada. Where like here in Winnipeg, the souls of those living in the remote isolated communities need the hope that comes through Jesus Christ alone. Can you imagine a life where the ways of your ancestors are no more? The ways, of your, pe the ways your people provided for their community, cared for each other, respected each other, was taken away. The purpose and identity that once led them through the struggles of the day was destroyed by the colonial invaders who took it from them. Including places their children, including placing their children in schools where there, it was attempted to replace the identity with a European model for living, forcing the people to settle into permanent communities, find new ways to fill their days and restructure their community, and over the past two centuries, creating a cycle of dependency, despondency, and degradation. One young boy who was sent to a residential school witnessed the emotional turmoil and abusive behavior. It was a scene of strict rules, of sickness that spread due to poor nutrition and close proximity of students one to another. Yet this man, when questioned by his daughter about his time in the residential school, said, I saw many bad things happen there, but there was one thing that I learned that no one could take away from me. That was the word of God and the love of Jesus. That's why I became a pastor, to serve my community, to bring hope in the midst of their despair. I was blessed to have met this now sainted soul of God, Pastor Senadius Fiddler. He and his, bro his brother Ennis believed that lamp can come and bring a blessing to their people as we bring the love of Jesus and the hope of a purpose-filled life through him as Lord to the children and young people of that northern isolated community, which unbeknownst to them also came to the adults as we ministered to the children. So at one and the same time, the people received the good news of Jesus Christ, and they welcomed the teachers of the Bible into their midst, bringing hope and new life. While at the same time they were struggling as they were being suppressed and deceived into living a sedentary life. When I served as a parish pastor in Saskatchewan, I fought to have the people see the need to share the good news. I'm sure it's the same here in Winnipeg where your pastors, both previously and now, work diligently to have you live to the glory of God and serve your risen and loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Am I not correct? Is that what they do? Thanks be to God. Yet that sharing comes through relationship. 
That caring comes through relationship. That love comes through relationship. It's the same with our mission work in the communities of northern Canada. It takes time to build relationships with people, to make friends in the north, to share the bond of Christ Jesus. I found it interesting that it really doesn't take as long as I thought it might to make friends in the north. And yet, I need to devote the time to reach out in prayer and conversation, to care, share, and uplift the faithful in those communities, and to reach out to those who are most vulnerable with the love of God. When we build relationships with others, we want them to know the hope that we have. The communities of northern Canada need that hope as they deal with so much pain and sadness and through tragic death and suicide and disease and loneliness. Especially over these last two years, they've really struggled as COVID has isolated them even more than they already were. We want them to discover the forgiveness that keeps us humble servants. For we go to church, not because we are saints, but because we know we are sinners. And we know that we need the support and relationship of fellow Christians. So it is in northern Canada. The Christian community, no matter what denominational stripe that they wear, needs support and encouragement. We are honored to be able to provide part of that solution. In northern Ontario at Kingfisher in the Diocese of Mishimaquesh, we are invited to come and teach their local clergy and lay pastors the Word of God and lead them in theological development as they continue to stand firm, believing that the Word of God is inspired. It's here that I met many of the lay leaders of the church from, from the region. I heard their stories of pain and loss, of tragic situations where they were called to provide spiritual care to their own friends and family in tragedy. I heard their prayers and joined them as, they, as even in their struggles, they still lifted up the name of Jesus before the heavenly throne. We want everyone to celebrate the love that God gave us through the sacrifice of Jesus on that cross outside of Jerusalem some 2,000 years ago. We want them to sing of the miracles of the Holy Spirit, bringing faith to course through their beating hearts and into every part of their being. And so we come with the Vacation Bible School and youth sports and Bible study, and ladies' teas, and of course, men in boats with rods in the water. Not the rods in the water, over the water. Building relationships. Celebrating as friends. Rejoicing in the love of God who gave us His one and only Son for the whole world. So that when the Lord returns at the end, Revelation 7 will see us standing side by side in heaven. 
After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the, lo- before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. This isn't a picture that goes away, is it? This is eternity. This is reality for those who know God. Do we sit here in our pews, hearing the glorious salvation that is ours, and then go home with hearts and mouths sealed shut? Do we sit here in our pews and bow our heads low to the King of kings and Lord of lords, and do we call upon Him to send His Holy Spirit to guide our lives to share His good news by word and action. This is my prayer. Do we answer the call of the Holy Spirit to go where He leads me that I may serve Him boldly? This was my prayer and the Lord called me to use my gifts and abilities to bring the hope and love of God to northern Canada. This is a call I cannot do on my own. A call fulfilled in your hearing as you, as the people of God, provide knitting and some blankets and baby layettes along with your prayers. And if God so leads, your hands and your mouths to join one of your own two teams from Winnipeg that serve in northern Canada. The call to go north is not for everyone, but your prayers and home support are so very important to the work that is being done. It's through your prayers that many miracles are happening, even in the midst of COVID, as I'm able to be in contact with the communities via Facebook Messenger and telephone and email, being able to share that hope, and that love. Together we rejoice in the gospel proclaimed that everyone knows of Christ the eternal Lord, the the unchanging word, the redeeming Son, the unfading light, the ascended King. And the people said, Amen. Thanks be to God. Amen.